Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to another episode of Inside the Mayor Podcast. I'm Kyle David. Um, welcome back. Just me this week. Uh, I want to talk about, I've been trying to talk about this for, for months and months and months. I have been talking about it on social media and in person, but it made its way onto the podcast because it's super important. I'm just going to start here. Uh, when I was growing up, my, my parents told me this and I've seen this. I don't think this is an original thought for my parents. Uh, this is a, I'm sure it's a famous quote somewhere. Um, but a true sign of maturity is the ability to respectfully disagree. This is not a new idea. The ability to respectfully disagree is a sign of true maturity. Uh, and we lost it in 2020. I think we were losing it before that. And I think 2020 was an inflection point um, that kind of pushed us over the edge. And we just forgot how to respectfully disagree. Um, and uh, we need to re relearn that. We need to learn how to respectfully disagree again, because here's the thing. If people aren't able to hear each other, listen, uh, there's, there, there will never be any progress. If our culture and our society continues to divide and we continue to not listen to the other side on whatever issue it is, and we continue to not be able to respectfully disagree or agree to disagree, um, we'll never make any progress and it will be the end of us as a society. We will, we will, uh, society will probably collapse and we will no longer, uh, be not only a superpower because that's not the most important thing, but we will no longer be, um, a united culture, the United States of America. We will no longer be that. We will cease to exist. Um, it's happened in history over and over and over and over. And I think of this, um, well, let's, let's not go there yet. Uh, the ability to respectfully disagree and agree to disagree. It's okay to, to listen to somebody and hear everything they have to say. And in your head, be like, that is stupid. That is dumb as hell. You don't have to like it, but part of uh, a, a cohesive society and a cohesive culture and a group of people being able to coexist is just listening to each other. I listen to people all the time that I think are completely cuckoo, bat crazy. But I don't tell them that. It's not my job to tell them how wrong they are and how stupid I think their ideas are because they probably think my ideas are wrong and stupid too. But if we're able to just listen to each other and give, excuse me, give each other that gift, and it's just a common courtesy. Like it shouldn't be this huge deal of like, it's sad that I have to sit here and talk to a camera of, uh, full of adults on the other end and try to convince people that you should listen to people you disagree with. Like, again, this is something I was taught as a child growing up, even with my siblings. Like I, we were, we, we disagreed on all kinds of stuff. We got in arguments and fights and then we had to talk it out. Like that's a true sign of maturity. So, uh, we live now in a time in a society here in America where most grown adults lack maturity. It's sad to watch, man. And so I'm going to speak on it. Here on this podcast, I am going to continuously speak truth and things that are true. You may not like it. You may not want to listen to somebody you disagree with. Here's the deal. I don't want to listen to people that I disagree with. I really don't. Let's be real. I'm selfish. I like to think I'm right. I like to think I'm right. And I don't want to hear what anybody that disagrees with that has to say. But... I'm mature enough to realize that it's important to listen to the other side. And there are times where I listen to people that I disagree with and I'm like, mm, I see your point. I see your point. 
I hadn't thought of it that way. But if you never have the dialogue or conversation and you never listen to the other side, you stay stuck in your little, uh, your little bubble of just your ideas are right and everyone else's are wrong, which is immature. That is immaturity. And we have that at scale now in America. We have immaturity in adults, not even kids. I'm not talking about the children. I'm talking about the adults, grown people, immaturity at scale, full scale, immaturity at full scale, not able to even listen to the other side. Here's the thing. Uh, again, we just went through all this political stuff, the election, the inauguration, and everybody is either on this side or this side. There's very few people that are in, in the middle and don't have strong opinions, right? But And I have strong opinions about it. But here's the deal. I talk to people almost every day that disagree. I disagree with completely on a political level. But they're still my friends. They're still people I love. People over politics. People over politics. I'm going to inject that right here. We have become a people that worship our ideologies over, over uh, just respecting other humans. And here's the other thing. We live in a country that was founded upon the ability to think for yourself and to believe whatever you want. Now, of course, there are nuances and there are some things that are just black and white wrong. Like some things are just wrong, right? But when it comes to ideologies and issues of uh, COVID, I'm going to talk about current issues, COVID, the election, the vaccine, racial injustice. Like there's so many nuances. It's not just like, all of this is right. And if you're over here, you're completely wrong. There's nuances. Like I would challenge uh, any of you out there who, who voted for Donald Trump. How many of you have actually taken the time to research what the other side stands for, to seek out conversations with people that voted for Joe Biden and to listen to what they have to say and why they voted for him and why they thought that way. Right. It's OK. You don't you don't have to change your mind. You can keep on voting for whoever you want. But at least try to understand why are people, if I think it's so crazy to vote for this person, I should probably find out why people, so many people are voting for that person, right? And vice versa, if you voted for Joe Biden and you're just going to blanket statement all these people over here, half the country as just racists, you didn't listen to any, and you haven't listened to any legitimate reasonings why these people voted that way or why they supported this, this ideology. If you never seek to understand it, you're just going to remain hateful and think everybody over here is a bigot. That's immaturity. Again, and vice versa. If you are just on the Trump train that he is the second coming of Christ and Donald Trump is the savior of the world, he's not. Um, that's not a political statement. He's a human. If you are just on the complete Trump train this way and haven't taken any time to try to really understand, like if you think it's so terrible here we go, getting political. I don't care. If you think it's so terrible that people voted for Joe Biden, then, but half the country, half the country voted for Joe Biden, you should probably like try to understand why instead of just writing them all off as just idiots. There's no way, if you are left or right in your political views, there's no way that everybody that disagrees with you is just a complete idiot and you're a genius and you have it all figured out. That's not the case. And if you're on the Trump train, I don't know why I'm using the Trump train. I like that term. If you're on the Trump train and you think anybody that voted for Joe Biden is a complete idiot and you have it all figured out. Also, no way. Totally incorrect. Both sides 
again, I'm using the political thing as a reference point, but just as a people, but this is the, the most tense subject we have to relate to right now. If you aren't willing to just listen to the other side, you can even go, I already disagree, but I'm going to try. I'm going to listen to you. Even if you don't change your mind one bit, and even if you listen and go, I definitely know now why I don't agree with you. Giving people the ability to just express themselves is a sign of maturity. It is. It is. And a lot of people don't like to hear it. And I'm sure some of you don't like to hear it. And with all love intended to you, you need to seek to be more mature. We lack maturity because we're so dug into our ideologies, which a lot of it has been ingrained in us by the media and the, the education system and the way we grew up. A lot of us think that we know what's right and we, our ideologies are right. But if you really dig into it, you never dug into it for yourself. You just adopted the ideologies uh, of your parents or of the education system or of what you've been fed by the certain media that you consume. And so we have to realize that there is validity on both sides of most arguments, right? Even the election. I know some of you don't want to hear this, but there is validity for people on, on the side of people that voted for Donald Trump. There are valid reasons they voted for him. They're not just all crazy racists. And there are valid reasons why people voted for Joe Biden. They're not just all anti-Trumpers. Like some of them have pro-Biden reasons that make good sense. Like you, could, you can hear good points on both sides if you're willing to hear and listen. And I don't want to keep talking about Joe and Trump because these are just two dudes. I mean, they're very old men. And uh, we've, we've uh, devoted way too much of our, our lives to this guy and this guy. That's another, we'll do another podcast on our obsession with these politicians and our, our, our overly devoted selves to this guy and this guy. Silly. Let's get a gal in there. Sub note. Let's get a woman as a president. I'm, I'm down with that. Let's push that. We need a woman president. We need a, a younger woman president. That's just my opinion. Let's leave it there. But again, politics aside, uh, if you are not willing to dialogue with people you disagree with, it shows you lack maturity. And here's another point I want to make. Part of listening to the other side and dialoguing with people you disagree with is just being a kind human. Again, you don't have to change your mind. I'm not telling anybody to, hey, go listen and see if you think differently. You don't have to change your mind. Give people the gift of listening. In a world where nobody wants to listen, be the person that makes a difference and starts listening to people. It will make a difference. Like, you, you de-escalate situations when you calmly, when, you, when you're able to remain calm, first of all. In a tense situation, if you're able to remain calm and then just listen and actually listen and be like, oh, I'm going to try to hear what you have to say. I disagree with where I think you're going, but maybe I'm wrong. Let me try to listen to you. That's how we change where we're at right now. Because whether you agree with this or not, our culture and our country is headed in a bad direction in a bad direction. It has nothing to do with the president. I mean, it has some to do with our leadership um, on all levels, but it's our fault, the society, the culture, the people who put these people in place and the people who decide we're going to go, I'm only left or right. There's no middle. It, in a court of law, when there is a defendant, oh, hi, kitty. My kitty's over here. Um, when, when, there, when you're in a court of law, both sides get to present their evidence and the other side has to listen and you can object or whatever, but a judge sits at the front, right? And this side gets to prevent, present their evidence and their information of why their side is right. 
And this side gets to prevent their evidence and their information about why this side is right. Now, now listen to this. This happens even in, in, in very obvious cases of murder and rape and the most disgusting things, both sides still get to present evidence. And you may be able to sit there in a courtroom and go, this side is obviously guilty. And they probably are, but they still get to present their evidence. And then after each side has presented their evidence, a determination is made. Court cases aren't resolved before both sides present evidence. Even if it's obvious one side is wrong, they still get to present their evidence. And I think that's a good illustration for us as a culture is we should see our disagreements and, and, and approach them more as, as we would in a courtroom. Even if this side or this side is obviously wrong, they both get to present their arguments before determination is made. That's the wise way to approach disagreements. That's a wise way to approach life in general is to let somebody present their information, you present their, your information, and then if you still feel the same way, so be it. But everybody gets to present their information. We're going into this, this, this slippery slope of censorship where this side doesn't get to pre present their information. Why? Let, let, the, let the determination be made after both sides have presented their information, as long as it's not harmful to someone. Again, and I, I know, uh, I know, as we all agree, as long as we're not inciting violence and we're not harming someone, you may think this is a radical opinion, but let them present their information. And you may think this is a radical opinion. Let them present their information. By doing so, at least all the information is presented. And you have allowed people to still have open dialogue, which keeps our society meshing. As soon as people aren't able to openly dialogue, society starts to split apart. Um, and in military terms, divide and conquer is a real strategy. And there are powers that be in this world right now that do not like America. And they love to see us divide because then the plan is to conquer. Now, you may not like to hear that, but that is the truth. There are powers in this world, foreign nations, people in high positions of power that don't like how America has, for the most part, I know there are nuances, but our culture has meshed and we've been able to openly dialogue and disagree on most things and agree to disagree up until pretty recently, right? Divide and conquer. That's a military strategy. And that's what's happening in our country right now. We're being divided. We're being divided. And even if there's not a foreign nation that's conquering us, we're conquering ourselves by dividing ourselves. And what's causing us to divide? The lack of dialogue and the lack of maturity and the lack of the ability to respectfully disagree, agree to disagree. You and I and everybody alive who's lived more than a few years has had a conflict with someone where they disagreed with them. That's okay. But the minute we lose the ability to speak and to let people present their side and present their side, the minute we stop talking, we're in a bad place. Look around you. Look at our society right now. We're not in a good place. We are divided as could be. Our nation has never been more divided in modern times. So, again, you, I'm going to wrap this up and bring it back home to this. You, Watching, listening, 
me, we are the people that we are the only things that can fix the divide in our nation. Joe Biden cannot fix the divide in our nation. Great speech about unity, but he's one man. He can't fix it. He's one man, just like you and I are one person. He can do his part, but you need to do your part and I need to do my part. And how do we do that? How do we uh, bridge the gap between this division? We have to listen to each other. You don't have to agree to just listen. But if you automatically hear, oh, that person is of that thinking, I won't listen to them. You don't have to agree with them, but listen to them because it's the right thing to do. It's mature and it's one way that you can help be a part of a positive change. Right. I put this out recently on on the Internet and uh, I said, be a good person on the Internet. And somebody down here didn't like that. He liked to He wanted to disagree with that. He wanted to disagree with the statement. Be a good person on the Internet. And that's the problem is that people will literally come out and say, I want to be a good person. Then you're part of the problem. If you don't have any desire to be a good person and you're so dug into your anger and to your side and everybody that disagrees with me is wrong and racist and whatever else, whatever other terms you want to make up before dialoguing with them, before you talk to somebody, you've already dug yourself into, I don't even want to be a good person. You are part of the problem. Own it. If you want to have a conversation, come talk to me. We have to take responsibility as individuals and stop blaming Donald Trump for everything. The guy's a flawed human. I understand that. And stop blaming Joe Biden for everything. The guy's a flawed human. I understand that. But we don't take we don't want to take any accountability for our part to play in what's happened in our country. Right. Again, these people that stormed the Capitol on January 6th, I, I can almost guarantee most of them were unwilling to hear the other side. They were so dug into their views and ideologies that just led them to just be like, duh, or however they did that. I guarantee they did not have the maturity to just go have some open dialogue. Obviously, look at their actions. Immature. If those people would have been mature enough to have some open dialogue, they probably wouldn't have stormed into the Capitol building. They may have still stood outside, which they have the right to do. But their, their lack of maturity to listen to the other side and understand why there's a disagreement and go, hey, okay, it led to disgusting actions. I guarantee most of that stemmed from a lack of maturity of not being able to listen to the other side and getting so dug into your ideology without listening, without agreeing to disagree that you're so... Uh, that you're just going to break in. Things like this will continue to happen if both sides of political ideologies and religious views and, and whatever other the issues they are, if it, uh, other issues are, if people are, do not come to the place where they're willing to be a good person and give others the gift of just listening and then agree to disagree, that's great. That's how we should be going about everything in this country. Let's put the issues on the table, 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 racial injustice. Let's talk about it. Dur think about this during the summer when the George Floyd and the BLM protests were going on, 
the, the constant commentary was have uncomfortable conversations, right? Have uncomfortable conversations. I'm all about that. Let's have some uncomfortable conversations, but we have to approach them with maturity. I'm not going to have an uncomfortable conversation with someone that's already hateful and isn't willing to listen and dialogue with me. There's no progress there. And, that, and I agree with the sentiment of the summer. Be willing to have uncomfortable conversations. But a conversation is a two-way street. I talk, then I listen. You talk, then you listen. Back and forth, back and forth. Just like in the courtroom. You present your evidence, I present some evidence. You call a witness, I call a witness. And then at the end, we can still disagree and still agree to disagree. But we have to have conversation. We have to have dialogue. Whether it's racial, uh, racial issues, whether it's political issues, whether it's uh, uh, re religious issues, whatever the issues are, there has to be dialogue. But you have to be willing to not only speak, but to listen. If you're not willing to listen, you are part of the problem. Fact. Because again, conversation and dialogue is a two-way street. Me talking to this wall is not a dialogue. It's just me talking at the wall. If you're not willing to listen, then people are just talking at you. There's no dialogue. There must be dialogue over anything. Our, our culture is doing this and we need to do this. And the only way to fix it is for each individual person to do their part to have conversations with opposing views. Again, here, listen to this, guys. There are people in your life that you love that you disagree with right like i have family members that voted a different way than me that disagree with me on all kinds of things but i choose to love them more than i choose to elevate my my ideologies and my beliefs above my love for them your love for the people around you should always be more important than your disagreements on issues again i understand there are some nuances in certain situations but for the most part your love for, the, for people should supersede your ideologies about things that are, you're able to disagree on. It's okay to disagree. And that's where I want to kind of bring this home. It's okay to disagree. It's not okay to become hateful at another side when you haven't even taken the time to dialogue with them and try to understand their viewpoints. And even if you think they're still cuckoo crazy, show them love. You can be the change. You can make a difference by by listening and dialoguing with people you disagree with, and if you still disagree with them, that's okay. You are kind enough and loving enough to just listen to them. If somebody's talking nonsense, let them talk. They probably need somebody to listen to them. Because here's the thing. Most people just need to be heard. Most people, this is how we're going to bring it home. Most people just need to be heard. I know I do. I know when I went to breakfast with my grandfather this morning, and he just listened to me vent some things out. I felt immediately better. And I don't know what he thought about what I had to say, but he didn't inter interject his opinions. He just listened to me and I felt better. And he may disagree with what I had to say, but he loves me enough to just listen to me. If we all took that approach, to just love people enough to listen to them. Even people we disagree with, just choose to love them enough to listen to them. And if they're spewing nonsense, let them be. As long as they're not harming someone. And that's the thing. Just because someone disagrees with you 
you can't say that their ideology is harmful because they could probably say the same thing about you, right? We don't get to be the judge of whether someone's allowed to have this certain ideology or this certain viewpoint. Everyone is allowed to have whatever views they want, right? Again, as long as they're not causing direct harm, they're allowed to spew as much nonsense as they want because you're allowed to think how you want. If you're allowed to think how you want, others get to think how they want. Even if you think it's crazy, even if you think it's terrible, even if you think it's bad for our country or for society or whatever, they get to have that viewpoint. And you're not going to change their mind by, by just hating them over here. I guess this is how I'll bring it home for the fifth time. If you really want to change, if you're pa so passionate about your ideologies and your viewpoints politically, religiously, racially, or whatever, the only way to change people's minds is to get close to them. Listen to them. So that you then in a dialogue, if you listen, then you get a turn to talk, just like in the courtroom. If this side gets to present their evidence, there's coming a time where it's your turn to present your evidence. So if you really want to make a change, if you're so stuck in your views, you actually don't want to make a change. You just are fine with hating the other side. Uh, God bless you. You're going to have a tough time in life. But if you really want, if you really believe in what you believe, which I think most people at this point really believe in their ideas, politically, racially, religiously, whatever, most people are passionate one way or the other. The only way to, to interject your ideologies into others is to first listen, and then it's your turn to talk. Listen, talk, dialogue, listen, talk, dialogue. That's how it works. Okay. Be willing to have conversations with people you disagree with. If we lose the ability to disagree, to, if we lose the ability to respectfully disagree, we lose our society completely. There is no progress made when both sides aren't willing to listen and then agree to disagree. And you may learn something. I'll end it at that. I love you guys. Please learn to make a difference and not just get so wrapped up in hating other sides or people that disagree with you. Guess what? In life, there will always be people that disagree with you. We don't live in a world where everyone agrees. <laughs> I hope you're aware of that. It's okay to disagree, but stop becoming hateful. Start becoming part of the solution. How do you become part of the solution? Have dialogue with people and learn how to respectfully disagree. I love you guys. I'm out. See you next week. Guys, I just want to say thank you so much for giving me your time and listening to this podcast. I hope it's helpful for you. If it is helpful for you, and if it isn't helpful for you and you hate it, either way, please do me a favor. Click one through five stars wherever you're listening. Leave me a review and give me some feedback so I can make this the best podcast possible for you. Thank you so much.